Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Twitter Tuesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. And on today's show, I'm going to be answering your questions. What would be the Titans' most bold free agent signing? Where do I see their biggest areas of need? Who do I think could fill those? What would be my number one tight end free agent? And a ton of fantastic questions coming from you guys. All of that will be answered on today's Twitter Tuesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked on Titans. Your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Twitter Tuesday. Going to open up the mailbag, answer your guys' questions that were sent to me. Very excited to dive into them. Before we do, want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You're going to find the Locked On Titans podcast everywhere and always free. And that includes the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now. Check me out on social media, at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter, where I implore all you guys to send your mailbag questions so I can get those, bookmark them, and make sure I get them answered. You can check out the show Facebook page, at Locked on Titans Pod as well. But let's go ahead and dive into your mailbag questions. You guys always do such a great job of sending in some fire questions. So want to make sure that I get to all of them as quick as I possibly can. And the first question goes to Kenneth, my guy, Texas sports fan, 1015 on Twitter. He actually sent this in a couple of days ago. So I want to make sure I get to it first. He said, are Titans fans expecting too much out of rookies under Rabel? Feels like seeing a rookie play is more of a rarity and he prefers to redshirt many of them. Well, I'll tell you, uh, as most coaches do, they trust the veterans more than they trust the young guys. And the Tennessee Titans have been a winning team since Mike Vrabel took over. So in his mind, he's got to worry much more about winning football games than he does about developing young players. This isn't an up-and-coming team, a young team that's trying to find a way. They're a team that needs to win right away. Now, of course, it doesn't mean that you neglect developing those rookies. you got to have a balancing act, but I'm with you. The Titans don't want to throw rookies out there too much. And, you know, one thing that we do have to point out is while John Robinson hits on a lot of his picks, some of his recent picks haven't gone as well. And that's going to make it a, a little bit less likely that rookies are out there playing. So I think a good example is Elijah Molden. If the rookie is ready to come in, step into a specific role and can help the team win, then the rookie will play. But Mike Rabel was always going to put the team winning over the development of rookies, even if it makes some people upset or frustrated. That's the position that this football team is in right now. So that makes sense. Uh, Monkey Orphan, Hankus10 on Twitter said, coping strategies for those of us who are not old enough to consume alcohol. Well, this is my opinion. Generally, it's kind of a philosophical thing, but uh, your mind is able to deal with stress better if your body 
is able to deal with stress better. So if you're unable to uh, consume alcohol, which really isn't a great coping mechanism, guys, you got to be healthier than that. Although I understand the realities of life, but uh, as a young person who shouldn't be drinking at all anyways, I would tell you, focus that negative energy into a good physical workout, help your body deal with stress. That'll help your mind deal with stress. So very philosophical start there. Uh, thank you, Monkey Orphan. Uh, John Porter said, you're taking over for J-Rob. Well, I'm sorry, Titans fans. I'm not going to be anywhere near as good as J-Rob, but I'm taking over. Who do we cut to get cap room and why then? How do you replace them? Draft, big free agent, or low-cost free agent? Well, John, I think some of the guys that are immediate targets to be cut, Roger Saffold can save the team over $10 million. Jack Rabbit Jenkins probably going to save the team around $6 million. Zach Cunningham, although I want him to be back in the fold, paying an interior linebacker, an off-the-ball linebacker, $10 million just doesn't jive with the way that the Titans typically build out the team. We haven't seen them go after a big, high-priced free agent inside linebacker. When you can get a guy like David Long late in the draft, you can get a guy like Monty Rice, you can get a guy like Jayon in the fifth round, you don't go out and splash on inside linebacker. So those are kind of the guys that I think would be cut. I think Cunningham can be brought back on a mid-tier free agent contract, which I think would make a lot of sense. I think the Titans should look for more youth in the second Secondary, probably a draft pick, but if anything, a low-cost free agent. And then when it comes to Saffold, I think you have the opportunity to either slide Dylan Radins in there. You could slide Aaron Brewer in there. So I think some internal uh, promotion would would help in that spot on the offensive line. So that's kind of what I'm seeing as a, as a quick sum up to your question. Next, Caleb Dyson said, what are your top three favorite Super Bowl halftime shows? Mine are Bruno Mars, JT, and obviously yesterday as well. I got to tell you, Caleb, I agree with you. I really like Bruno Mars, so Bruno Mars is in there for me. I really loved uh, the Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson halftime show for uh, obvious reasons. I was much younger, and uh, it did things for me, and that's all I can say about that. But last night's performance, man, I I'm 30 years old. It's finally time for the NFL to start to cater the music to me. No more Rolling Stones. And I got nothing against Rolling Stones and classic rock. I like classic rock too. But man, I grew up, I was born in 91. I grew up in the late 90s, grew up in the early 2000s. Give me Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick. I mean, when 50 Cent came on as a surprise guest, I went nuts, man. That was great. I still remember my... Uh, my 11th birthday when Into Club finally came out. Into Club came out in January. My birthday was in March. And man, it just took the entire school, the entire country by storm. So hype seeing that. So that's absolutely one of my favorites. Finally, the music is truly in my wheelhouse. Uh, you know, a couple decades ago, hip hop, baby. That That's what I love. So Caleb, I'm in agreement with you. Uh, Enrique, Spurs Titans said, uh, read a Titans Wire article by Mike. And that predicted the Titans cutting Julio for cap space, given his small dead cap number. Do you think this really happens? Well, Mike's fantastic. He's somewhat my boss in a way. He is my editor when I post my film articles on Titans Wire. Uh, so big shout out to Mike Moratis from uh, Titans Wire. But uh, I don't think that happens personally. I, I, I think the Titans will keep Julio Jones around. Maybe they'll do something to manage his cap hit like they did this year. But I don't think that the Titans get rid of Julio Jones. I know that Julio had an injury-riddled regular season, but in the playoffs, and when he was healthy, he was balling. 
He was the perfect complement to A.J. Brown. Now, they need more, of course, but I don't think you give up on Julio this early. I don't think there's a great option to replace him either, so I would keep Julio around. But I'm going to keep digging into your guys' questions, answering those, giving shout-outs, all of that. Can't wait to keep answering some of these questions. You guys send some heaters all the time. But before we get into more questions, do want to tell you guys a little bit about our sponsor, BetOnline.net. Football season might be over, but basketball is in full swing for both pro and and college from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, all of that. You can find it all at betonline.net. It's the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, let's continue this Twitter Tuesday diving into your mailbag questions. Just did uh, the first five there in the first segment. Going to keep moving forward. The first question in our second segment of mailbag questions comes from Dale Big Sam. He said, what do you think would be the worst move, uh, worst move for the Titans or worst move for the Titans? Not finding an upgrade for Chester Rogers in the slot or not upgrading right tackle. And for me, the worst move would be to not upgrade Chester Rogers. Look, Questenberry had struggles. There's no doubt about it. But in my opinion, it wasn't the Titans' pass rush that killed them in the playoff game. They only gave up one sack, and Tannehill generally had time to throw. It was the inability of the Titans' third wide receiver to either A, get open, or B, make plays when they get the ball. We all talk about the the... RPO bubble screen to Chester Rogers that turned into the interception. Well, the Titans ran that play earlier in the game. Chester Rogers had a good opportunity to make something happen, and he got about three yards because it's Chester Rogers. He's a practice squad player. The Titans' pass protection, while being bad, wasn't the undoing of the team. In my opinion, it was the inability for Ryan Tannehill to get the ball to playmakers and the lack of those playmakers. The Titans have to upgrade at tight end one. They have to upgrade at wide receiver three and make sure that Chester Rogers isn't getting um, critical touches in critical games. Chester Rogers should be a borderline practice squad player. So... That's where I stand on that. The bigger mistake for the Titans would be to not upgrade the Chester Rogers role. I think Questenberry could hold it down at right tackle for one more year, even if he's not one of the better starters in the NFL. He's still a dang good run-blocking right tackle. So I think in the right scenario, Questenberry could be fine. Questenberry could be the right tackle on a Super Bowl-winning team. He could. Chester Rogers cannot be your third wide receiver on a Super Bowl winning team. Neither can Nick Westbrook Aquina. So the bigger mistake would be to not upgrade that third wide receiver spot. Next question, Gary Kester. Shout out Gary. Check out all his content on the Lakers, Titans-Lakers crossover. That's my boy right there. He said, even with the injury, how do you feel about taking Jamison Williams at 26 or moving up a bit to get him? Just for you guys to know, Jamison Williams was the best wide receiver on Alabama's college football team this year. He tore his ACL during the national championship game. Gary, two answers for you here. Number one, I'm cool with taking Jamison Williams at 26. I trust John Robinson to look at these injured guys, and I trust the evaluation from Alabama. I trust what I've heard about Jamison Williams, that he will rehab to the best of his ability and come back and be a playmaker. ACLs aren't what they used to be. They aren't the end of your career or a major setback. They can be 
of course, but the, the new ACL is the Achilles. And even now, we saw Cam Akers come back from an Achilles tear in five months and actually play in the NFL season after tearing his Achilles in the offseason. The, the advances in, in medicine and technology are just making these injuries not what they once were. So I would be cool with taking Jamison Williams. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons came back and played and made an impact in his rookie season after an ACL tear. Now, the second part of your question, though, or moving up a bit to get him, that is where I stop you, Gary. I am not okay with trading up to get a wide receiver. The, the deepest position every single year in the draft is wide receiver. So with the Titans not having a second-round pick, there's no way that I could, I could say the Titans should trade up for pretty much anybody in the first round unless there's a major, major drop for a guy like Derek Stingley Jr. or something like that. I think there's some realism there that maybe he drops. But yeah, I wouldn't trade up. But if I'm there at 26 and I stick and pick, I'd be uh, perfectly fine with Jamison Williams. Next, Josh Bridges says, more of a request than a question, but would you share the list of prospects you talk about? Maybe just a list with the prospects, their positions, the round you want the Titans to target, that player, if you need a question. Um... What would be your dream Super Bowl halftime? Well, Josh, I'll answer your first request, I guess. Basically, what you're asking for at that moment is a big board. You want a ranking of prospects, um, names, position, college, all that. I just simply don't have time to be a full draft analysis, create a big board, do you know my own full team mock drafts all the time. I spend so much time on the Titans alone that that's just a little bit of a project that I would just answer you honestly and say I don't have the time or the energy to dedicate to. Um, but I do go through a ton of... Pro I mean, last year we went over 180 prospects on the show during our draft preview episode. So uh, if you stay... Uh, you know, tight into all of the Locked On Titans episodes that will be coming up in the offseason. You'll hear quite a bit of players that I'll break down. But my dream Super Bowl halftime show is going to be Drake and Lil Wayne together. Um, maybe you want to throw in an appearance by Kanye West. I'm a hip-hop guy. Drake is my favorite musician of all time. Lil Wayne is in my top three. I just got Eminem, so I won't throw him in there. But if we got, like, Kanye West, Young Jeezy, uh, Lil Wayne and Drake as the headliner. Throw in a little bit of Nicki Minaj. Woo! Uh, I think that would be excellent. And one day, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, Canadian Titan. Shout out my boy Canadian Titan. We're always going back and forth. He said, in your opinion, assuming health is not a factor, should the Titans bring back Cam Batson? I'm a huge fan of his and would love to have him over Chester Rogers in a limited role. This is under the assumption that the Titans still address the pass catcher position in the draft. I agree 100%. I like Cam Batson. I think he's a solid player. Now, you want him as your fifth or sixth wide receiver, not your third wide receiver. So I agree with you. And you meant, you know, Canadian Titan mentions it. He said, under the assumption the Titans still address pass catcher. So let's say the Titans do add a wide receiver three in the draft or in free agency that is up to snuff. I guess. Well, you got Nick Westbrook Aquina as your wide receiver four. I think maybe you bring back Marcus Johnson, give him another shot at wide receiver five, have Cam Batson at wide receiver six. I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm on board with that. I'd like to have him back. And uh, if you got a perfectly healthy Cam Batson, a perfectly healthy Cam, uh, Chester Rogers, I'd take Cam Batson as well. So I'm with you there. Uh, next, Josh Burritz. What's up, my boy? Uh, he said, what positions do you think John Robinson will pursue in free agency? What positions do you think they'll address in the draft? What free agents could you see the Titans going for? Sorry, that's actually three questions. Yes, Josh, that is three questions. So I really do think they address tight end 
in free agency. I think they address wide receiver in the draft. I think they address O-line in the draft. I think they address linebacker depth in free agency. Uh, As for some free agents who I think Tennessee could go for, since I said tight end is a position I think they address through free agency. And let me expand upon that. So I know that a lot of people like Isaiah Likely, Trey McBride, there's a lot of pretty solid tight ends. And I think the Titans should draft a tight end at some point in time. But here's the reality. You look at rookie tight ends. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson, a top 10 pick. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, a top 10 pick, made big impacts. But more often than not, rookie tight ends are not ready to contribute right away. So I think using a high draft pick on a tight end is risky for the Titans, where they need production right now from the tight end position. They can't wait. So I think it's more likely that the Titans attempt to go after a tight end in free agency. And I know that people are talking about Mike Gusecki, Dalton Schultz, um, trying to make a run at Rob Gronkowski if he wants to play another year. But for me, I think the Titans go with a budget free agent. And I think a guy that fits perfectly, who can block, who can be a weapon after the catch. He's kind of a, I'd say a, a discount version of Jonu Smith is Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett played for the Los Angeles Rams for a few years, played for the Seattle Seahawks last year. That is a name that I am honing in on that I think makes a ton of sense for the Titans at the tight end position. Uh, Moving forward, uh, Leon Wills could be Wilsey. He's from the UK, so, you know, he's from England. Uh, So who knows? Sorry, you can correct me anytime, Leon. I want to get names right. But he said, my number one sport is soccer, being from England. Understandable. Football, if we're being fair. Uh, what do you think of soccer? Do you watch it? And do you follow a particular team? Well, Leon, uh, I do like soccer very much. So, uh, I didn't like soccer much growing up. I'm from a small rural town in the Midwest. My dad's a football coach. I was taught my whole life that, you know, soccer is for wussies and blah, 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 blah. Once I got into college, I got a little more cultured. I got out of this little small town environment that I grew up in. I started playing indoor with my buddy from, uh, from the Cleveland area, who's a great soccer player in college. Uh, I played with a bunch of people from Japan, China, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, all over the country, Argentina, Brazil, and uh, that camaraderie from, we don't speak the same language. We're talking to each other with hand motions and facial expressions and taps on the back and handshakes and I played indoor soccer religiously in college. I followed soccer a lot in college, played a ton of FIFA two-on-two tournaments and everything, and it really led me to love the sport. So I do love soccer nowhere near as much as I like basketball and football, the sports that I loved growing up. But yes, I do like soccer. I do watch soccer. I don't follow it religiously like I do football and basketball, though, Um, and I don't at this point in time, have a particular team that I really, really like. But during my time in college, when I was really into soccer, I was a Chelsea fan. So uh, go blue. Um, Ooh, that feels gross, though, because I'm from Ohio and I hate Michigan. So saying go blue. So go blues, I guess, maybe. I'm botching this. All the people in England are going to be so mad at me. Feel free to correct me for how to cheer on Chelsea. But that was my team. Uh, Next question. Garrett, Robot Garrett says, what was your favorite moment from the Super Bowl? Um... I think other than other than the halftime show, which was awesome, and somebody replied to that who wasn't me and said halftime show, uh, I think uh, watching Aaron Donald at the end win that game. Uh, I'm a big Aaron Donald fan. Uh, I've been supporting him, promoting him as the best defensive player that, that I've seen in my lifetime outside of Ray Lewis. Um, I mean, I saw Reggie White play, but 
I was really young, so I'm not going to count that. So for me, it was just watching Aaron Donald get all over Joe Burrow. I said it on my Super Bowl preview on the last Locked on Titans. I did not want the Bengals to win. Call it bitter. Call it jealous-hearted. I don't care. I didn't want them to win. Their fans are annoying. I'm from Ohio. Uh, they're everywhere. Uh, every grocery store, everywhere you went, every gas station. Who day? Who day? Who day? No. I'm tired of it. I was tired of it. And watching Joe Burrow get folded up like a table was enjoyable to me. Can't help it. Sue me. Okay, that's going to do it for the second segment of Mailbag Questions. Though I still have a lot of really good questions to get into. Very excited to go over that with you guys. Before we get into it, do want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business that's serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Why would you spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more on the same parts that you would get from a chain auto parts store when you could get a major discount on those? At rockauto.com. Everybody knows now. We shop online to cut out the middleman. The middleman is the brick and mortar store. Apply that philosophy to your auto parts needs. It only makes sense. You're going to find anything you need like brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. So make sure you go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available they have for your car or truck. When you make your order, make sure that you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box right underneath your shipping information so they know that I sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Titans fans, let's cap off this Twitter Tuesday with some more mailbag questions. You guys have sent in some really good ones so far. So excited to kind of finish things out here. I will go through these last ones pretty quickly, though. You guys know how I am when I get on these mailbag tangents, man. I just want to talk, 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 talk. Shocker, though, to people who have been uh, watching the show for quite some time. Uh, moving forward, though, the next question that I have here is from Varney Vale. Shout out to Varney. He says, you have any off-season trips planned? or dream vacation spots, all of that in-season pod grinding, you deserve some time off. Um, well, uh, I am just fully dedicated to the work, man. Uh, like Drake says in a recent song, don't tell me about relaxing, you go on vacation. Uh, but I did have a little bit of a trip planned uh, to check out Texas. Uh, never been to Texas. So checking out like the Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Waco area, everywhere in between, that would be pretty fun. Uh, it's not set in stone right now. I had planned to kind of do that in March, but um, some things get moved around as they always do, trying to save up money to buy a house as well. So you got to kind of be smart about that. But I wanted to check that out. Uh, dream vacation spot for me, I really want to go to like the Caribbean area. And also throw this in, I want to go to Japan. Japan is a dream vacation spot for me. I'm fascinated by the culture there. I think the people are incredibly respectful and tremendous. I want to go to Japan. So um, somewhere Caribbean and tropical, uh, Japan and Hawaii as well. Uh, I'll take any advice that any of you guys listening who are maybe more well-traveled than me, feel free to let me know some, some great places to go on vacation. I'll put them on the list and hopefully before I die, I can make it. Um, Enrique said, boldest free agent acquisition prediction for the Titans, Teron Matthew. 
the safety, played for Kansas City, played for Houston for a while, had that time in Houston, so he knows Mike Vrabel, was very friendly with the Titans media crew during the Pro Bowl when Mike Vrabel was coaching, and I do think the Titans lose Dane Crookshank in the offseason, and if they could find a really uh, team-friendly deal to bring on Tyron Matthew to be that third safety for the Titans, add depth, be a sub-package star, um, rotate in with Amani and Kevin. I think that could make a lot of sense. It would be a lot of fun. Uh, it's bold. Like I said, I don't think it's super realistic, but as for bold, that's what you get. Uh, Logan Beatty said, will you ever have any followers on the podcast or do a Twitter space? Uh, I'm trying to get a way to do live. There's some technical issues with my account that isn't letting me go live, which would kind of supplant the need for a Twitter space. Um, I don't really want to have... I have people reach out to me all the time about being on the podcast. And the thing is, guys, the moment that I have one listener on the show for just no reason, just to do it, now I'm basically put in a bad position where if I tell other people no, then I'm a jerk, you know? So I kind of have a philosophy that, like, I had a listener on the show once when they won the Fantasy Football League. I had a Locked on Titans Fantasy League, which I'll be bringing back in 2022. Um... But it just, it, it takes you down a slippery slope. And one thing that, you know, my bosses always tell me is if you're going to have a guest on the show, make sure that they bring additional value. And the reality is, guys, while I spend a ton of time diving into all this stuff, I feel like I'm very well versed on the Titans, very knowledgeable on the Titans. Um, I am just a fan at the end of the day. I'm not Teron Davenport, a beat writer on the scene, working for ESPN, anything like that. I'm a fanalist. You know, I, I, I consider myself a very educated fan, definitely more educated on the Titans than your average bear. But at the end of the day, I am bringing the fans' perspective, an educated fans' perspective to my audience. So even if you're a listener of the show who's very knowledgeable, which a lot of the guys and a lot of people I've already answered questions for are just as knowledgeable as me, it doesn't really add a new benefit to the listener to do that. So um, I am... I guess working on potentially getting a voicemail feature where you guys can call in your questions to a voicemail and hopefully I'll be able to work that in later in the summer. But that's the answer to that, Logan. But I am trying to get my live function set up. The entire season has been technical issues. I have IT departments working on it. Uh, so hopefully that's resolved soon. Mike Incon, always sending in some good questions. Mike, appreciate you. He, saw, he said, I saw Vrabel mention a few times since the loss that we have to do better with ball control, which is true, of course, but do you think the offense could be really conservative next season? I hope not, Mike. If the Titans get even more conservative than what they were this year, it's going to spell trouble for the Titans. Matt Unger said, watching the Olympics? If so, what sports do you like and which ones would you compete in? Uh, well, I would compete in probably none of them. Uh, they all seem nuts, and I'm not huge on cold weather. I don't hate it, but I, I would rather be in the Summer Olympics personally. But uh, I do enjoy, like, the luge and the bobsledding. They're going so fast around those curves, and the impact can be so insane when if they wreck and stuff. It's just it's just really, really scary. And then I like snowboarding. Uh, I just like the, the, like the, uh, the big half-pipe snowboard. You guys can tell my limited Winter Olympics knowledge by the way I'm describing these things. But I also find the shooting drills really interesting. They're like walking on skis and then shooting like BB guns or pellet guns or whatever. I don't know. It's super weird, super crazy. So I enjoy that. Um, Brett O said, well, I'm not sure if I'm too late due to time difference. You're not too late, Brett. You're not too late. But can I ask for a shout out to all the UK Titans? Yes. Shout out anybody who listens to this show that's from a different country. I can't even believe that. 
No matter how long I do the show, no matter how successful it gets, I will still always be blown away that people from other countries listen to me talk about the Titans on a daily basis. So big shout out to you, uh, Brett O. Uh, Bree Ori, I don't know what the name is. I don't know if your name's Bree. I don't know if your name's Brett. Who can really tell? Who really cares? Shout out to you. Shout out to all my fans in the UK. All the listeners in the UK. I hate saying fans. Sorry. All the listeners in the UK. I appreciate it. He said, my question is, what got you into supporting the Titans? For me, I picked the jersey I like the most from all the teams, and boom, here I am. Well, I'm not too far away from that. Uh, So, I am from Ohio. Uh, I really liked Eddie George when he played for the Buckeyes and won a Heisman. He went to the Tennessee Titans, well, he went to the, you know, Memphis Titans, whatever you want to call it, the tennis, uh, the Nashville Titans, I'm blowing it here, the Memphis Titans, uh, when they were playing over there for a little bit, but, uh, they still had the Houston jerseys and everything. Uh, so I followed Eddie George and then when they changed the jerseys, they changed the name. It just was really cool. The Music City Miracle was amazing. The run to the Super Bowl was amazing. Aaron McNair throwing the hooks, um, all that stuff. The Freak, Kevin Dyson, Derek Mason. I just loved it. I just loved it. So, uh, really, Eddie George brought me in, but then everything about the Titans kept me there. And, you know, over 20 years later, here I am. Uh, Montana Titan fan, Wyatt Newton, said, any hope in keeping Landry? Dude's going to want to be paid. Yes, the Titans will keep Harold Landry. Write it down, book it, nail me to it. I don't care. The Titans will keep Harold Landry. And then Daniel Mark Collins said, Hey, man, I foresee the Titans drafting a wide receiver and tight end. I see that as well. But with the free agents available, especially at tight end, who is your favorite uh, possible addition? My vote is Gasicki or rely on the draft. What would you do if you were J-Rob? Okay, Daniel, I kind of answered this question earlier, but... Uh, I don't really like Gasicki, and, and let me tell you why. Um, he doesn't block. He's basically a big slot receiver. I would see that as more of a solution to wide receiver three than I would see it to um than I than I would see it as a solution at tight end. The Titans need their tight ends to block. I know it's frustrating to some people, but that is a reality of the system that they play, and Gasicki is just not. Um, the Gas- the the Gasicki signing would not help that uh, that situation. So I I would not target Mike Gasicki. I would target a guy like Gerald Everett, who will be much cheaper and will also be able to block and give you yards after the catch. So I like Gerald Everett as a, a good option there, and I don't think Mike Gasicki is a good fit in the Titans system. So that's gonna do it. For this Twitter Tuesday mailbag questions, I really enjoyed all you guys' questions. Thank you all so very much for sending them in. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.